We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional all right the wait is finally over football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online head to bet online today use promo code armchair to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses bet online your online sportsbook experts Collins driving almost lost the handle Chalmers for the tie got it in ten seconds unbelievable he throws got And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Alright folks, what's good? We're back. Uh, quick little instant reaction for you. That, that was a fun basketball game, A.B., uh b turn is in lawrence went to the game so he's not going to be on this we wanted to get this out as soon as possible but ab the hawks keep winning i would say ugly shoot 38 percent for the field and, and win another ball game so uh how you feeling after that 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 game you can never be upset about beating the top 10 team uh it was weird though because for the first time maybe ever in our lifetimes it felt like we were playing at allen field house and like had fans against us that doesn't happen too often that was stunning. Like, I don't know how that happened. I I don't know if Creighton people in Nebraska have no idea that COVID's a thing, but these people were just ready to get on the road, get to Lawrence to watch a basketball game. And they, yeah, I mean, it, it felt like it took out the home court, the little home court aspect we had going into it. It felt like it was gone immediately because it was just kind of like, I would say a pretty split crowd, but 
it felt like Creighton's fans were yelling louder when mm-hmm. big plays happened. So shout out. They they showed out for sure. But uh man, big win. That was a, a stressful second half, I would say. But we we just gotta get right to it. We gotta talk about Jalen Wilson and I threw this question out to you. Is Jalen Wilson a first team All American? He he might be national player of the year. I mean, I think <laughs> I won't go Garza. that far. Garza's got that locked up, but yeah. holy shit, dude, where's this coming from? No, we mean, didn't expect. Like, imagine if I would have said Jalen Wilson was gonna be an All American about a month ago, he would have shot me in the face. Yeah, I mean, twenty three and ten tonight, eight of twelve from the field, four of six from three, which we even talked about this a few weeks ago. Like, he was playing really good early in the season and hadn't even started hitting shots. And he like hitting jumpers and he came into the KU known as a shooter. So like we knew this was coming. We knew he could hit shots and it just there's it's starting to happen, which is taking his game from like a 12 to 14 points a game type guy. to now he's just putting up 23 burgers and huge games, hitting game winning shot. I mean, was that three he made the game winner? Technically, I think it was. Yeah, we didn't. It was never tied again, I don't think. Yeah, it right? was up 73-70, and we won 73-72. Yeah. So he's huge, and you're right to think that we would be, what, three weeks into the season, two weeks into the season, talking about Jalen Wilson being a first-team All-American. It would be the most outrageous thing ever, but, I mean, it's real. He is just that good. I don't think it's going to change, and I just am obsessed with watching him play basketball. So – here, here's one thing before we like. I do we want to talk about the end of the game now because I have many points I want to bring up to let's you just, for things let's, we've talked about. Let's do it. Let's talk into the game because the end of the game was wild. Like we're right off this, and I can't even keep everything straight because a lot happened. A lot happened. So I first of all, personnel wise, um, you know I'm a big end of game instead of starting the game kind of guy. You know who wasn't out there is Ochai. Now, do you think that's like a consistent thing or a fact that he was over six in the field? Because like you said, he always brings some sort of defense. You even tweeted that you would have rather seen Ochai in there than the freshman Bryce. So, like, do you think that's, like, something where is he going forward, or do you think that was just Ochai just having an off day? I think it was a mixture of Bill Self sending a message to Ochai, like, look, dude, you can't do this. Like, you're not you're not the fourth option anymore. You are our best – well, Jalen Wilson we just talked about, but Ochai outside of Jalen Wilson might be – our most consistent score, the guy we would want to be our most consistent score. He had been up until this point. Um, I think it was a big message by Bill to kind of just be like, figure it out or I will sit you in big moments. Like be aggressive, play better. Like we can't have these performances from you. And I think Bryce Thompson played really well. Um, yeah. And I think it was just a thing like, look, we got to have, it was kind of like what he did with Tyon against North Dakota state. Like, we got to have those guys making plays if we're going to be good in March. So I think it was just like, yeah, let's ride with it. It was a risk. You could argue that it kind of went poorly because Bryce turned it over, but it worked out fine. It's not Bryce actually had a great pass to Dave who then passed it to Jalen, which led to the game winning <laughs> shot. So wasn't a huge liability and no, I do not think we're going to consistently see Ochai <laughs> on the bench late in game, but it's an interesting point, man. I mean, Zero points, 0 of 7 from the field. But the thing that drives me the most bananas, zero three-point attempts. You just can't have that. This team, we're playing four, five guards. Like, shooting threes has got to be what we do. Um, so it's just frustrating to see that. But 
<sighs> no, I think Ochai is going to be all right. How? I mean, we have we even really talked about that. Are you are you feeling better about Ochai based off what you've seen this year? Yeah, I mean, I am, but I'm also like I. I think we both thought going into it, he was probably going to have to be, I know we said Dave, but he was going to be like the leader, like offensively, like he sets the tone. If he's hitting shots, we're going to win. If he's not, we're going to lose. That was kind of proven negative today. But Christian stepped up big time. Jalen stepped up big time. Like yeah. Dewan off the bench, even if it's not points. Like we've had guys step up to or to me, I view Ochai as more of like a bonus if he does well, kind of like I have in the past, than a we need him to do well. Yeah, I mean, but it's, I don't know. I could be wrong. It's still early. It's the first month of the season still. Who knows? Yeah, and it it was weird, and we played a lot of games, and he's played a ton of minutes, and so who knows? But it was just weird. He just never seemed like he was fully into the game. I think he, I think he played good defense throughout the night. So I thought, like, I really thought he would be in late. But yeah, I think Bill was just rewarding Bryce for big, big plays, big shots, and just kind of sending a message to Ochai. But on top of all that. I mean, we, we got on here and talked after the Kentucky game. It was the most disgusting basketball game we've seen in a century. Um, but we won. And I can't even remember. Did we shoot 29% from the field and win that game? Yeah, something real bad. Something it was either 29 bad. from the field or 29 from three. But. We, shot, we shot 38% tonight against an electric offense in Creighton. But the thing that really stands out is the fact that we already mentioned Oach was 0 of 7 and Marcus was 3 of 10. So our two leaders – go three of 17 from the floor and we find a way to win that game. And that's just why I think I'm starting to really like this team because they're winning ugly. And I feel like that's Bill self teams are elite when they win gross, ugly basketball games. It's weird to say, but it's just how it is. It's how it's always been. And I, I know we've touched, we just talked a little bit about guards, but I sh- feel like as far as consistency goes with the team there's always going to be a trio or four guards that just work on any given night because even tonight we said Ochai was on the bench but Dewan was also on the bench late and Tyon didn't play at all late so yep. it's like any of those three plus the four we already had out there like you got to think they're just going to click every single night and that's always going to give you a chance to win if Dave your boy he kind of showed out today well he at first half, first he half but boy he was it's so maddening it's so mad. As someone that played, like, down low growing up, it, it makes me so mad how, like, afraid he is to go toward the basket or draw contact or anything. It, it's but, what? But we played with kids like that. Like, everyone knows the big guy uses to play physical and go at the basket. They love the three and they love the fadeaway. Like, it is maddening. It's crazy. And especially – it was like to me in that first half, he had I think I texted you like that was the best move Dave's made all year. It was the one on the yeah. baseline where he like turned right and went up with it. You would have thought he would have felt that first half, got in the locker room, you got the coaches being like, That's what we need out of you, that's what we want. To just revert back to your old ways that haven't been working was was really shocking and disappointing to me. Now I'm sure Creighton was, you know, I'm sure Creighton made adjustments that you know, made him do those things, but uh, it's just frustrating. I mean, 13.7 rebounds, it looks like a decent night, but he had 12 in the first half. So, I mean, it's wild that we went the second half with Dave, Marcus, and Ochai really not scoring buckets, and we win the game. So, yeah, got to feel decent, and it all goes back to, like I said, playing ugly, winning ugly, that's all that matters. 
Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and sinking balls, I'm thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. These products smell good. Their manly scent is a attractive and help set the mood if you know what i mean perfect package will also come with a pair of manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day it's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers the manscaped high performance anti-chafing boxers tis the season to manscape so get yourself your dad your brother and friends the best gift of all the manscaped perfect package 3.0 20 off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com 20 off plus free shipping with code arm with code armchair at manscaped.com. And one more time, quick shout out to Bet Online. We talk about them every episode. They're the presenting sponsor of the pod. We love them. Go over there. They're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season game spreads, totals, team, player, coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use promo code armchair to take advantages of all the great sign up bonuses. Um, I want to talk more about the end of the game because I was in a couple other, I was texting a couple other people and we've talked about this before. What do we want this team to do late in games when we need a bucket? We saw a couple different things. We saw the Jalen Wilson, I would say, is that a broken play kind of? Absolutely. Was. We were kind of like being trapped a little bit in the corner or the, yeah. Yeah. So I think we just were kind of running pretty normal offense there and they hedged the screen or they hedged the ball handler or whatever. And it, we worked out. Bryce made a good pass. Dave, Made a great pass because shocking to see him pass out. I was ready for either a spazzy turnaround jumper, a turnover. He gets not to keep piling on Dave, but he gets stripped more than anybody on planet Earth. It's insane. Yeah, he has to dribble every time too. What I'm getting at is, I get this text and I got the same text in North Dakota State. Like, what do you want to see here? What do you want in the final minute when you need a bucket? And it's like. I don't know. I really do not know. And normally, like last year, I'm like, clear out for Dot, let Dot get to the bucket. Other years, get Devontae Graham a shot, Frank Mason. Like, I still don't know, but it was nice to see. What I'm getting at, this long point, is that Marcus Garrett, we ran a play for him. He got to the bucket. He got fouled. He made the layup. So that was huge because Marcus Garrett's been getting his shit swatted all year. And so they pointed that out today, too. Yeah, but I mean, is that what you like late in the game? Uh, given given Marcus the ball, or do you have some other play you want us to run? I think so. I mean, I'd like the ball to be in Jalen's hands too, but I don't know if he's like a just attack and go get one late. Like I'd rather see him and CB kind of like be on the outside if Marcus gets collapsed on or something like that. But I think, I think it probably is still Marcus though. I, uh, I know he's not putting up the numbers, but I just feel comfortable with the ball in his hands. He still is the best at just getting to the basket. But I think the thing is we got to have Jalen. Like, I almost think it's like a two-man game with Marcus and Jalen. Um, By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. 
But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. And I'm, I'm not trying to be negative here, but are we at all worried about Marcus as a point, like as a point guard? Am I being too negative or are we starting to worry? Granted, he's nine and four tonight. Like it's not bad. Nine and four, two steals, one turnover. But it, I don't know. It just feels so weird. We're so used to having that quick, electric, fast point guard. And he's just yeah. not it at all. And it's just like throws me off every time and I miss it. And so I don't know. <laughs> Or is it just I mean, there? maybe. Well, so what? We played Gonzaga, and he played fairly well. Um, and then we had that game in St. Joe, and then he was sick. Yeah. He looked like he was dead in that Kentucky game. I don't know if it's been lingering around the last yeah. few nights, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's – we can't expect him to be a first-team All-American like Dotson or Devontae or Frank. And that's just what we've been used to for the last half decade. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something that came to my mind, which Grant, like looking at his box score today, I'm like, okay, he's much better than I thought. It just like, oh, it's just weird that we don't have one of those guys. Every Bill Self team has one, and it just has thrown me off. But I will say this, Marcus is just – I think when I say we win ugly, he's the main reason we do that. Like if he's on the floor late in games, he's not going to make mistakes. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to play good defense. I love that about him, but sometimes I just I miss that uh, that good point guard. Um, I want to throw this out there: the Christian Brown bank three. Oh my! Won the game. I, it it brought back some bad memories of the Memphis game. Derrick Rose doing that. Yeah, um, that that was bizarre because it obviously had to throw it up, but it didn't look anything like a shot. Somehow it just snuck in off the glass. You don't see that very often. I was very happy to see. It gave me a good chuckle. It's uh, it's definitely one of those shots that if if Creighton makes that shot, you in that moment know okay they're winning the game. Like every yeah. single Allen Fieldhouse home loss features a bank three by somebody. You just kind of turn and look, and you're like, all right, this is one of those rare times we lose an Allen Fieldhouse. So it was nice to see it go the other way. Um, how about the how do you say his last name? Zigorowski? Zigorowski? I don't know. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Banana Land, he missed that last free throw, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. I don't know, because I normally in Allen Fieldhouse would be like, there's no way this guy's making three of three with one second left to tie the game. Um, <laughs> that's just like a banana scenario to be in. So I can't really blame anyone for missing. I just, he but, made his first two so confidently and calmly. I was like, oh my God. Did you uh, want Bill to call timeout before that third free throw? Make him think uh, about it? No, no. Well, it's interesting. I hadn't even thought about it, but I want to ask you, should we have fouled in a different, yes, not foul? I think so too with Creighton. Like I always, that, uh, always foul at three against Kentucky. I was kind of like, eh, 
They're long. They're athletic. They can't shoot. They haven't made any threes all year. I'm almost more yeah. concerned about them getting an offensive rebound than I am them making a three. But tonight, I thought it was a no-brainer to foul when all Creighton does is just launch threes. So, I don't know. I thought it was weird. I also think it was kind of like weird timing. Um, what was it? A situation where they probably started bringing the ball up like with 10, 11 seconds. So, it's like – I guess it gets a little dicey around there. Plus, CB just missed a free throw. Like, we didn't really have time to discuss it. So, I'm assuming that's more so why we didn't. But, right? Or did they call a timeout? No. It was just – it literally went CB, missed free throw. They came down. We fouled, right? Like, it was all in one motion, right? I think so. Man, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. Like I said, the end of that game was crazy. And then I absolutely thought they were putting more time on the clock and I was already envisioning the tip in at the buzzer to win the game for Creighton. So it worked out. Um, man. How about Mitch playing some like somewhat meaningful minutes? He was, he was good. He came in and did what he needed to do. Got some rebounds. Uh, what did he, he miss? I guess, oh, two from the field, but he made two free throws. We'll take that. I feel for him a little bit. I know he's probably not getting the minutes he wishes he was, but it's just a weird lineup or weird team where we are just better playing five guards. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm worried for him because I know he had high expectations for this season, but it's like it's hard to like argue that Bill's doing anything wrong by not playing him, not like right, he's right. and tearing it up. But um, all right, I do just want to point this out. If I would have told you at the beginning of the year that we would be, what are we now? Five and one, five and one, and our only does loss. That, does that Washburn game count? Yeah, it counts. Okay. That's why Dave got a hell of a stat line if you look at his numbers. <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, we're five and one. We've got wins over Kentucky, who I know is just the stinkiest basketball program I've ever seen. But we also, we've got a win over Creighton. Uh, we've got a win over the Washburn Ichabods, and we're five and one. And I know it hasn't been pretty, but we're the top five team, and we I think we belong there. Do you think we belong in the top five? There are times I do and times I don't. I'm not going to lie. Beating North Dakota State by four points at home wasn't one of those moments. We don't have to. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just like I just think this year is going to be so insane because like of COVID, because of the no fans thing. I just think it's going to be even weirder than it was for a while last year where no one was, like, the best team in the country. Yeah, It was just kind of like a mishmash of, like, 15 teams that could all be interchangeable. I think we might be headed towards that, maybe. But gosh, man, Gonzaga. And, and we're a part of that 15, but. I almost, to me, I kind of, I mean, I, I 100% believe this KU team deserves to be in the top five just looking at, like, resume and the fact that our only loss is against a Gonzaga team that's incredible. But. Uh, when I watch Baylor and Gonzaga, I'm just kind of like, damn, we are, we are far away from the level those dudes are playing at. Like maybe how I'm not saying we won't get there. We will. And we will ugly it up against (laughs) Baylor and it will be a gross game and we'll be fine. But I mean, think about how good we played in Waco last year with dot. And I mean, Doak had one of the, I mean, I'm pretty sure after the game, I compared him to Wilt. And, like, I was being dead serious. Like, think about how good we had to play to beat Baylor last year. And now think about they're the exact same team and they've just got more experience. And we are 
a brand new group of guys just kind of still learning on gel. Like it is, it's scary to think that Big Twelve starts in like two weeks. It's, it, well, Oklahoma and TCU play on like Sunday, a real Big Twelve game. So Oklahoma's in first place for like two weeks now. Good, good, good for them. Hang the banner, Boomer. That is, yeah, that's weird, man. But I mean, we've got Tech, Texas, and Westfall coming up. Three straight games. That Gauntlet. Is- um, do we want to talk at all about the big matchup on Sunday that we have? I mean, who? Oh, Tarleton State. Is that Sunday? He's already here? Oh, my goodness. This season is flying by. They they timed it up fantastically. They're playing at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Nothing going against it. Not a Chiefs game or anything. Um, No, the Chiefs do play at noon, so I don't think we'll be watching much of Tarleton. But it'll be fun to follow. They've been interesting. They almost – didn't they almost beat A&M or something? Yeah, they played good. Did – I – I see there maybe Baylor Baylor might be adding them to the schedule. So Carleton anywhere, anybody, anytime, any place, man. Uh-huh. Baylor yeah. Carleton will play anybody. But has Ken Palm got any lines for that game? For Tarleton? Oh, don't yeah. make me check. Nah. Uh, yeah, we're a thirty point favorite. How did you do that so fast? It was the last thing I looked at on my internet. So thirty points, yeah. That'll be that'll be fun. I'm excited. I, yeah. I love. Uh, it'll be nice to see old Billy Billy G on the sidelines. But yeah, I don't know. We got much else. I wanted to just get on here, talk about the end of the game. CB got to make free throws late. I'll say that that was stressful. Overall, do free throws freak you out yet? I feel like we've had a few games now where we've just. Mm. What other game am I thinking of? Was it St. Joe when we were like? Shot fifty percent, sixty percent. I don't know. I think I, Kentucky too. I just I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like I remember this team missing a lot of free throws. I just think it's weird. like Dave makes free throws. I love it. Um, because Brown's it's, only like sixty five percent or something like that. Yeah, CB shoots better from three than he does free throws. It's wild. And Ochai, Ochai missed two big free throws against Kentucky, I think, but then came back and made them when they count. He made the two big free throws late in the game to seal it. So, yeah. Yeah, Jalen's kind of struggled at the line on occasion, I think. But Marcus went two or three tonight. We'll take that all day with Marcus. But yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. If you'd have told me at the beginning of the season we beat Kentucky, we beat Creighton, and we our only losses to Kentucky, take away the North Dakota State game. We're not counting that because that was just a, I think we were gassed, we were over it. It's been a long week, but you got to be happy with where we're at. Top five team, we're five and one with a win over a top ten team and a win over Kentucky who will probably be fairly decent by the end of the year, but I'm not sold on that. People keep saying, oh, there's Kentucky. They're They're just – I don't know, man. I I know it's driven by public bets and stuff. They're still like fourth or fifth in title odds. It's insane because they just don't have the guys that – They'll be good. Calipari will coach them up to the fact where you're not going to want to play them. They'll be really good defensively, but I just – I don't see how that team is like an actual Kentucky-type March team, but I'll probably be wrong. They always find a way to be in it, but... Oh, all right. You got anything else? No, sir, I do not. All right, folks. Well, we'll let you go then. Shout out to the, the Kansas basketball Bayhawks 5-1, and one, and uh, we'll see you probably later this week.
class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring this podcast unified healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by energy enhancement system or ee system if you haven't heard of the ee system you'll want to listen up this technology promotes wellness deep relaxation purification and rejuvenation at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.